Hey everybody! Welcome to the Pastor and Plead Podcast. This is Dale Guger. I'm reporting to you from Cypress, Texas. I'm joined and by my brother. Where Hans. are your kids? My kids, my kids and my wife. That was Hans. Hans is a co-host on this podcast. Um, assistant host. But uh, um, assistant to the host. Assistant to the host. My kids. Uh, it's just a. It's just a uh, for you know a serendipitous day. Uh, Christine and the kids are out at. We're just at her parents' house uh, in Katy. So we had a little bit of a little bit of quiet at our home. Uh, Hans and I have been on the. Uh, yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a little while. Some of it's some of it's justified. Some of it's most of it's not. Um, and uh, I blame us for that. I accept most of the blame. I blame our fans a little bit. Okay. Nah. That's, that's not a not a good look. <laughs> but uh Hans, what have you been up to in the maybe month, month and a half since the last time? I we think spoke? it's been almost two months. Um because I think there was like a three week hiatus between the last recording and the posting of the last podcast. So we're coming up on it's been a little while. I don't know when. Are you looking up the date that, that was recorded right I, now? No, I think that no. I don't think that would help anybody. okay so uh i don't remember exactly where we left off but uh positively i uh i i both defended and passed my dissertation hearing so uh i have actually like hans do they are you like in a do you see the people that uh, are rating you, or is it is it is it just mostly it's like, black? Hey, remember when you were like in UIL and you did choir things, yeah. and there was this curtain, and you would sing to a to a wall or a yeah. curtain, is and then they, you would you would get a rating? Yeah, no, it's not like that at all. And then they uh, stick their like a thumbs up or a thumbs down through the curtain, and that's how you actually know just now they just text you the emoji. <laughs> that's all you get. No, you go and you everyone's read it and everyone knows how you've done and you've been guided throughout the process. And so they ask you some questions, they give you feedback. So I got about sixty revisions that they wanted me to make. So hey, Hans, you passed. Here's sixty small things that we'd like for you to do. And then you spend another bajillion hours or what feels like a bajillion hours going through making those revisions. You submit it. I finally, as of uh, this past week, really today in, in, in total, started – I submitted the final draft to the library. I started emailing it to people who have uh, asked about it, and um, I'm sure there are still errors in it, but that's life. So positively, that got done. Um, I graduate in a few weeks, and graduation is just kind of the formal moment, but in regards to being done, I am no, I'm no more done now than I will be on graduation day uh, in regard to the, the dissertation in that process. Um, so, yeah, I would uh, – I, I think that that's uh, you know, kind of a big deal. Are you going to make people call you doctor? I, I would not. Uh, make is maybe the wrong word. Strongly encourage probably. What will you uh, look? How will you look at them if they uh, fail to call you doctor? I will not. I will not acknowledge. <laughs> I'll just continue on. No, I as don't. In, as, in, as in, you, you won't even like pay attention to that someone's talking to you. That's right. I won't. I won't acknowledge their presence near me. I don't want to go anywhere near it. Uh, it you know. And then the other side, the flip side is, uh, as we've podcasted before, I I have about a month left on staff at the chapel. Yeah. And do not. Uh, currently still don't have a next thing uh in the past six months i've uh on two different occasions visited two different churches and had good interviews and good experiences but just not the right job not the right time yeah um i've had a few jobs i've applied to that have gone nowhere i've had a few um a few jobs i've applied to i still don't know anything about 
I've had a job I've inquired about that they I thought would be really good, and they said we're almost it's almost filled. So you know, I, I it's like swings and misses is kind of yeah. what I get. Yeah. And I'm finally hitting this kind of point of discouragement, and uh, not 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 this like perpetual state of of discouragement, but you just kind of hit pockets. And yeah. now that I have about a month uh, to go, uh, I you feel it more. So back in February, oh yeah, no big deal. You know, we'll figure it out. Uh, and then you get into April, May, and you're like, well, it'd be kind of nice to know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. And we pray as a family regularly for the next thing. We talk very openly with the kids about it. Uh, but we just don't know what's next. And we'd still, at least at the time of this recording, we do not know what's next. We pray uh, regularly. We talk regularly. I have many people at the church who are interested in what's going on, and they've been yeah. incredibly gracious. Um, so, you know, it's 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 the life of faith, and you— it's what I preach and teach about, uh, but I would just rather it happen to other people than happen to me. I would like to tell them it's going to be okay rather than be told. Because when you're told it, you're kind of like, hey, shut up. You don't know anything. Uh, you know, at least you have a job. So you kind of, uh, on the flip side, you you grow a different muscle uh, yeah. or develop a different muscle because uh, my pastoral platitudes don't go very far. Yeah. Uh, and when, you know, unless you're actually giving good advice. Uh, you know, I have one guy who was like, you know, it's going to be great. And he's like, of course, it's easy for me to say because I'm not where you are. Um, so, But at the end of the day, like the Lord's good. We're not frustrated with, with where we are or what's going on. He just, he just kind of hit, man, this is not – maybe this isn't what I expected. I expected to be a little uh, in a different spot at, you know, here in May than I was. But I'm, I'm not the only one who experiences that. And in fact, yeah. uh, you and I were on a call just a little while ago. And um, was I just first of all I, I didn't get to speak into it because it was the way we recorded it I just got to listen it was one of the best kindest sweetest I don't know I just it just felt good to hear this couple talking uh, because I would say you know take where anybody is who feels like they're in a moment of uncertainty multiply that significantly and that's where this family is so yeah. you you introduced us to uh, Mike and Kelly yeah and their family. Uh, you say Emma and Ezra? I get that. Emmett and Ezra. Emma, Emma and Ezra. They've Emma, got their oh, kids. Man, I, okay, I had no. E-M-M-A, and then it looked yeah. like it was a T. Emma and Ezra. Yeah. Not em- Sorry, Emma. I didn't call you Emmett. <laughs> uh, so you introduced us to this family who yeah. is in a bit of a situation that most people, maybe no one I've ever heard of, has been in. And the way that they talk about it with such grace uh, and, and, and hopeful optimism and just confidence in God, though I'm sure that's not always the case. The way they talk about it is just, it's just awesome. So uh, well, yeah. I'd like us to listen to that. Well, yeah. So yeah, well, real quick, we this is uh, Mike and Kelly and their um, their daughter, their son, their 11th month old son, family from Redeemer. We recorded the call to as, as we're talking about people uh, in transitional states and man, if they are ever in a transitional state right now. And so we recorded that. Take a listen um and uh just be encouraged by this sweet family well hey everyone i'm on the line right now with uh my very dear friends mike and kelly Tadaro with their kids uh we've got emma and ezra they're back there um so uh mike where are you guys right now where and and why aren't you uh why aren't you at your house in tomball had some mold in our home that's uh, kind of grown in the wall. Uh, kind of water got in from Harvey 
and we sort of figured that out shortly thereafter. Um, getting a plan together to fix it uh, has been very difficult because of Kelly's um, limitations. It was kind of a long story for yeah, the first question. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're in, I'll, answer the, I'll answer the first <laughs> question first. We're in uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, which okay. is quite a ways away from Tom yeah. Ball Tech, and we're we're traveling slash living in Kelly's mom's minivan. And when I say living, I mean eating our meals, changing our clothes, going to the restroom, all those things. In, in the, the car. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I'll let you navigate that soupy answer that I just gave. No, you. no, that's fine. So um, I know it's I know it's always as with everything a long story. Obviously, uh, it goes without saying that mold in a house, while it's never a good thing, mold in a house for most people is a a fixable offense, um, or a, you know, a, a pretty easily navigated problem. Uh, can get into, if you could a little bit about why, um, with Kelly, it's, uh, more difficult for you guys. Okay. I'm going to let her summarize that. Okay. Um, hi. <laughs> um, I have something called mast cell activation disease, which causes me to have allergic reactions to, I won't say everything, but... It's beginning to look that way. It is starting to feel that way. Foods, um, drugs, chemicals, fragrances, um, pollen, animals, dust, mold, you know, the list goes on. Everything commonly that you would think an allergen would be, and then kind of just modern life with all the smells and plug-ins and air fresheners and things like that. So I have anaphylactic reactions um, to those things, and I basically my only safe place for the last, I don't know, maybe a couple years has been my house. So it's, I only leave to go to the doctor or, you know, to have a baby. <laughs> when I had Ezra, he's 11 months old. Anna. Well, yeah, but I was, I was out a little bit more when I had you because that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so basically my one safe place is no longer safe. Um, we haven't been able to find a place to, for me to go to, you know, locally, friends' houses, strangers' houses. How many strangers' houses did we just walk in? <laughs> um, you know, we, people have been so kind and we just haven't been able to find a place. We, we looked in Dallas at safe housing, you know, in quotes for people like me and, I couldn't breathe there. Um, so all that to say, we are just kind of on the run. We have no, I can be in this minivan. Last I opened it, there's barely nothing in here. <laughs> we have a destination. Our destination is Steamboat Springs. Um, because, yeah, because my dad has a cousin who has a vacation home there. And although we don't know if... The house itself will be safe for me because, you know, we haven't found that yet. So it's not, we're not really banking on that, but there isn't any pollen out in the air and it's a mountain home. So it's very pure air, not any kind of chemicals or um, allergens in the air. So the hope would be that I could maybe be outside, <laughs> which, sure. would, which would change my life if I could be outside. Because um, I literally, you know, I can't even like stand up in the van, mm. just very hard to live in here i mean it's it's kind of nuts um 
the thing that's, well, you're not asking this question, but, you know, I'm a talker, but, um, Dale, I thought of you because I recently read The Hiding Place. Yeah. And I now know why you named Casper Casper. <laughs> He's awesome, huh? Yes, totally great. Um, that, I feel like that book was very timely. I just read it, and before we left, you know, I finished it maybe a week and a half ago, and I, I've been thinking about um, when they were, like, shoved into the train car with hundreds of women and, like, couldn't even move and for days. And I'm telling you, I think about that all the time so that I don't complain in this van. Because, like, this is really cushy in comparison. And the Lord carries you through things that are impossible and feel too big for you. So it's hard and weird and, you know... Feels like the Twilight Zone sometimes, but it's what we're doing. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, so so anyone listening knows, like from from our take on it, we used to be in a community group with you guys at church, and for us to do that, for our family to do that, we would our home had to be fragrance free, and we had to wash our clothes fragrance free. Um, we would take showers before we headed over, put on freshly laundered clothes. Um, and then it, at that phase in your life, like, you know, we'd smell just not bad enough that you'd endure us being there. You might have to take a Benadryl or something. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of, we were able to float that for a while, but it's progressed beyond that now to where, um, you know, you are kind of where you guys are. Um, yeah. and so, you know, for, if, if no one's told, I'm sure other people have told you, we do miss you and we wish we could be around you more. Um, but, uh, um, you know, I, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you're on the trip right now, and I know that... Um... Well, this is all we do. We sit around in the van and <laughs> wrangle our kids. <laughs> well, then, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad for the for the distraction on our end. Um, but, you know, to do what we can. Uh, what, um, Mike, going back to you, I know, like, I can... You're updating. You're updating some, some followers with things and, and where you guys are going, stuff like that. I know right now this is kind of like... Um, you guys are on a wing and a prayer right now out there trying to find something for Kelly that works. Um, and, uh, you're probably, are you getting over being sick yourself just with regular old sickness? Yeah, we kind of passed around like a, a cold virus, kind of like a mini flu kind of thing. You guys should try to separate a little bit. Like, I think like maybe try and get separate rooms in the van so that you don't pass off germs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, I know, I know, and you guys get to bond in ways that most families would never dare dream they'd get to bond. Um, but um, for you guys, I know, like Mike, kind of, kind of getting over that. Um, uh, you're really at a point. Um, I think it's fair to say you have to, uh, you know, you're trusting the Lord in, in real and. Uh, hard ways that most most of us say just because of the relative ease of our lives most of us say i'm going to trust the lord in this um uh you're actually you're at the point right now where you're kind of 
you guys were all saying like we God's God's got to deliver something because we don't we don't have a concrete answer and we're just praying that this this thing might be a thing he delivers. What um uh you know what are your kind of prayers right now for yourself and what are your prayers that you like other people to lift you up in? Thank you. Um, I I pray that we would get to Steamboat safely. Um, you know we're we're kind of like sleeping in the van. Um, just kind of in random places, um, catching some sleep when we can and trying not to drive too much at night. Um, so if we could get to Steamboat safely, uh, that would be great. And her parents are, are coming too. Uh, they might beat us there. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, so safety and travels, traveling mercies, um, just anything that God does that helps, like we... I had to go into Whole Foods to do a little shopping, and I actually didn't have to, you know, wash my hair or change my clothes or anything like that when I got out. Um, That was really nice. Yeah. Um, Opening the doors today in in Cheyenne, uh, Kelly uh, doesn't really, isn't really reacting to allergens, so we we think there's not really much pollen in the air here. so I, I appreciate the little things that God does to kind of keep us going um, so that we don't get discouraged, you know. Mommy, I need, I need and this. I, and I were able to play at the park. And so I don't know, you know, those things. As far as like the big things, I, we want to get the house fixed. We have a plan. Um, someone who's written the plan and tested the house. So we need to find the right remediation company that this will follow all the details. You know, it's always tricky. You know, Kelly might. There's, there's a lot of variables that we can't go into right now, but she yeah. might not be able to come back into the house, whether it's fixed or not, yeah. or whether it was fixed correctly, or we might have to put our stuff, all of our stuff, out on the street because uh, it's contaminated. You know, there's. Yeah. You know. All those kind of things. Yeah, you're living. You're living a lot of. Uh, hey, things will be great if none of these things, these terrible things happen. Um, right. And a lot of things that you can't control. We're not pessimists. It's just. No. Uh, no. That's kind of what's been the trend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess third, if I can throw a third one out there real quick, that we would just get a feel for where God wants us to be in the future, because we feel like maybe that's not. Houston, Texas may not be the best place for someone who reacts to mold and chemicals and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, guys, I want to really thank you for um, taking a little bit of time. And, Mike, I appreciate your updates, so keep sending them. Um, and uh, like I said, we'll um, we'll plug you guys. And it's not like our audience is huge, but we'll plug you guys um, on uh, <laughs> for when we post this. To hopefully get a little bit of attention for you and uh and you know we miss you we love you um you know we'll be praying for you uh and your kids um and uh and your your mobile home right now which unfortunately isn't as glamorous as mobile home normally sounds um if, if mobile home ever sounds glamorous yours is a step below that um but uh um thank you guys again um and uh we're really, uh, 
we're going to be praying for, for things, for God to do work in you. And I really, really, I think a lot of people are going to be encouraged by your continued faithfulness in, in light of all this difficulty. Even though you feel like maybe you're just barely hanging on, um, it's a it's such a great witness to so many people. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, we'll listen to the podcast and kind of get, I feel like Hans is just kind of there. Yeah, yeah hey Hans. So I want to hear what... <laughs> When you post the podcast, we'll hear what's going on with him, and we'll be praying for y'all as well. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hello, everybody. Uh, yeah, Han, Han says hello, but um, but uh, we'll uh, um, we'll catch up with you guys another time. Mike, Kelly, children, it's been uh, it's been good talking to you. Thank you so much. You too. Right, thanks, Dale. Right. Bye. Bye. Okay, Dale. So listening to that, I like what you know this couple better than I do. You've spent time with them. You have. Uh, You've lived life with them and, and 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 been much much more up close and personal. I'm sorry I couldn't actually talk to them, but if you're listening, you guys are awesome. Uh, but but what is your takeaway from that conversation? What do you hear and even the tone of their voice? How do you feel about wh- where they are and what's going on? Oh man, um, the uh, knowing Mike personally, I know the difficulty that uh, he has had as a burden as a husband and a father, caring for his family in a way that seems insurmountably difficult but at the same time um even though he's very honest with that difficulty he is always so gracious uh and so quick to um call attention to the lord so that you know when you when you think about them they were hosting a they were hosting a community group at their house that he was leading uh simply because uh they wanted community with other believers and their their situation limited to that even while they're in the van um, driving across country right now, Kelly is still leading homeschool for her kids in the van because she doesn't want to miss it um, and and skip out on that. And so uh, every step of the way, they've just had. They wouldn't tell you this because um, they're all they're of course hyper aware of their own sins and their own their own flaws, which of course they have. Um, but they are. Uh, I, d- I doubt. I doubt it. Yeah, I know. But I doubt t- they have. I don't doubt they're hyper aware. I doubt they have sins. Okay, um, but uh, that will they'll, they'll, they'll be the qu- they'll be the quickest to yeah. call you out on that one. Um, Good, they should. That was a uh, not true thing I but, said. But uh, but uh, their um, their attention is always to the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, and their strength is always on the Lord. In, mm-hmm. in that, in that, they don't know what their answer is. They don't know if there is an answer in this life for them in terms of comfort and peace. Um, but they uh, Steamboat Springs. Wait, where are they going? Yeah, steam, 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 yeah, yeah, Steamboat Springs is where they, um, that's, that's their current uh, um, uh, mecca is the first thing I want to say, but that's not you know that's that's yeah probably not the best not the best, best illustration, but sure I get it. If you were to make a movie about their family road trip right now, that is their oasis. That's their oasis. That's where they're going, and that's and they're going. They'll they'll be honest with that. They're going to that with like just a kind of hope. they don't even know if it'll work. They don't know if it'll work. They know it might work. They know it's a possibility, and so they they upped their family from Tomball, uh, driving across the United States to go there just to see if uh, if Kelly can live better there and breathe breathe better there. And their attitude towards that is, let's see if the Lord provides. And so you mentioned in this in this uh, in, in this phone call with them, uh, they're like their GoFundMe. So what are they raising for? Like where, where are they in life, and how can we help them? Because I think what we need to do as a church, regardless, like I really think where I am is much less significant. It's just where I am, yeah. And they're where they are. But I think the thing that's important for anybody in moments of transition or uncertainty is how the church prays for, supports, rallies around them. 
uh, and that's that's both local church and and other brothers and sisters who can relate and who have the means to care. Mm-hmm. So how can other people who hear this and hear their story, how can they help them, and sure. what do they need help for? Sure. So yeah, there's as you mentioned, there's a GoFundMe set up for this family. Um, I'll link it with the with the podcast itself. But the uh, they're trying to raise. I think their their goal right now is thirty thousand um, dollars. I believe that that's going to help cover the process of mold remediation in their home. As they mentioned, it's not just they can't just get any mold remediation. They have to get companies that are very particular. They can't you know they can't use new paints. Um, they can't use new chemicals that will affect smell. They actually have to be you know like a scent free, fragrance free mold remediation, which is like it sounds like chasing a unicorn. Um, and, uh, and so that and, or, um, building a new home for Kelly in a new place, uh, those are things for which they will need funds. Um, you know, Mike, uh, Mike was a math teacher. Uh, he can't do that on the road so well, so that's not what he's doing right now. Um, but he was, you know, he was teaching, uh, I believe algebra, uh, at a high school. Um, but he's had to, they've had to put the stop on that while they do this trip. So um, for the church to rally and make it so that it, for as many concerns and burdens as they have, that money would not be one of them would be a wonderful blessing to the family. All right, brother. Well, I do think, the, the, as I think about it, uh, as a body of Christ, we want to surround those, regardless of who they are, in, uh, with prayer, uh, support when possible, both just in our prayer and our presence and our encouragement and our finances, um, and it's great to hear their story and how they're walking by faith. And so I think that's what the Lord wants from all of us, regardless of where we are. I think that we might have an illusion of control over our lives, but we really don't have it. And so it's awesome to hear from them. I'm very encouraged by them and grateful for what they're doing. I'm sure that it's not easy, uh, but that God will sustain them through it. So thank you for bringing them on and having them be a part of uh, this small little uh, this small little story we have and what's going on in uh, my life, your life, but their life, and so pray the Lord's with them. Yeah, Thanks, man. buddy. Well, you got it, and uh, and we'll um, uh, we'll have another wrap up podcast. Hopefully next week it will end our, I guess, what you might call season three of our podcast. Um, but uh, and then hopefully we'll get another docket of actual content to push out a little bit this after summer. That. This, yeah, this we'll do it. We'll do a summer version after I get through graduation and maybe have a job. Yeah, and so and then we'll uh, we'll hit you back then. But thanks for joining us again. Tune in for next week, and we'll get this. Uh, let us know. Um, email us or tweet at us if you have any information. Yeah, or it's always better if we put that at the beginning of the I show. Know, isn't I know, because no one's listening at this point. But if you can, uh, then uh, and if you have any questions about how to help Mike and Kelly and their kids, we will happily happily point you that way. Thanks everyone. I'm having a real good-